Hello, welcome to the Magic of Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Chambers. I'm super, super excited to be talking about all things intuition on this podcast to inspire you to embrace your own intuition and create magic in your business and in your life. I'm a high priestess jeweler and intuitive guide, and I help spiritual entrepreneurs awaken to their higher intuition, align to their divine calling and activate their spiritual gifts so that they can unlock their creativity and channeling powers to grow their business with confidence. Please go to my website, www.tracychambers.com. That's T-R-A-C-I chambers.com to find out ways that you can work with me or email me hello at tracychambers.com or reach out to me on social media i would love to hear from you i'm on facebook tracy chambers high priestess jeweler intuitive guide i'm on instagram tracy chambers jewelry i hope you enjoy this episode Thank you so much for joining me today, Sam. And I'm really excited to talk to you about intuition. It feels like it's something that I just could talk about forever and ever and ever. So can you tell us a bit about yourself and your background and how you sort of first discovered your intuition? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been an intuitive pretty much my whole life. My first experience as a clairvoyant was around the age of three as a medium. So I could see my mum's father who passed away when she was only a little baby around the age of 18 months, she'd lost her father. And as a three-year-old, I could see him. So I would always say to her, mum, your dad's here. I spoke a lot of Spanish and Italian. So Spanish and Italian were my first languages when I was a little girl, because my parents you know, my mum's Chilean, my dad's Italian, and they just spoke their languages. So I would say, you know, mum, there's your dad. He's standing next to you. He's with you. And she would always freak out and tell me not to say that and push it away, basically. So I got a little bit scared of staying and seeing that because I don't think I understood what it meant to be able to see that because for me, it was normal. I'd seen it everywhere. Like I'd go to the shopping malls and I'd see spirits walking around because that's what I could see and feel. But then I shut it down because I could see that it was causing people to become uncomfortable and I was being labelled as weird and I was being pushed out. So I shut it down and closed myself off to it for a number of years, even though growing up, I still knew that that part was a part of me. When I was about 10, there was this shop in our local shopping mall called Inner Harmony, I think it was. And every time we went to the shopping mall, I would literally just stay in this shop for hours because it had crystals, it had books on spirituality, books on witchcraft, books on psychic abilities, astrology, like everything that you could, like it just made my heart sing. So I would just stay there but, and I did not understand why, but I was always drawn to these books. So I begged my mum, obviously, to try and get me some of these books, but she denied it. So I was like, damn. But my cousin knew that I really enjoyed it. And she bought me some books for Christmas. So they were my special books. And I've still got one of those books, which I refer back to. (laughs) So that was that. I always knew I was intuitive as well, especially through high school. My friends would always ask for advice and I would just randomly give them all this advice about boys and about their mindset. You know, you shouldn't really think like that about yourself. You should do this. Or, you know, that guy's not really, leave him alone. He's not great. But this guy, yeah, go for it. You know, those little conversations that you have as a teenager. But I was offering really powerful advice. And I look back at that and go, okay, I was channeling before I even realised I was channeling. But, you know, as I grew older, around the age of 17, 18, 
you know, I shut it off completely. Even though I felt like I shut it off, it was still there because, you know, I always had these sensations and feelings about people, but I kind of ignored them. When I got married around the age of 22, I had my first son. My relationship at the time wasn't great and I ignored my intuition and I knew as I was walking down the aisle that the relationship was wrong. And I remember so clearly walking down that aisle going, this is the worst decision I could ever make for myself. But I ignored it, you know, and I made those choices. And when I left that relationship, I was 25 and I said to myself, I have to tap back into what I know. That's who I am. So at 25, my journey just opened up again and I started tapping really strongly into my intuition. I started reading about tarot cards. That's what I was drawn to first. Then I started seeing a psychic, which helped me open up a bit more. Then I started practicing Reiki and then I did course after course and it just continued to evolve and flourish by reading different books. So here I am. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's so cool. And what do you do now? So now I am like, I am definitely a psychic, definitely a medium. And I use my skills to coach and mentor women to open themselves up to their own intuition so that they can access new levels of abundance. What a cool job description. (laughs) I know, right? It's awesome. (laughs) What have you learned on your intuition journey so far that might be able to, you know, those women would be able to relate to or? So women are naturally intuitive. It's our innate nature to be intuitive where we use our intuition when it comes to our children. We use our intuition when it comes to looking for a job, a natural part of ourselves. The thing that we are conditioned to do in our society is to ignore it. We're conditioned to ask everyone outside of ourselves for advice. We're conditioned to stop trusting ourselves and trusting that innate nature that we're naturally born with. And so my advice to women who are wanting to connect back to their intuition is to pay attention to the whispers of that voice. Pay attention to that little inkling that says that's not right. Pay attention to how you feel. If it feels like crap and it doesn't make sense to you, don't do it. Just because someone outside of you is saying do it, don't. Say no. And I promise that when you do that, you will feel better, so much better because it will feel good and it will feel in alignment. One of the biggest things that I did was learn to trust what my body would say. My body was my compass. So if it felt really bad, and it just didn't sit well with me, it was a big fat no. And this is that term, you know, if it's not a full body fuck yes, it's a big fat no, right? Yeah. I often tune back into my body and say, okay, where am I going with this? What feels good? What feels bad? If there's any part of my body, if my stomach starts to feel a bit off, if my anxiety starts to rise, then I know that it's not right for me because then I look at my options. The other thing that I do is I put the options in my hands, like I envision the options in my hands and I look at it. What feels good? What feels bad? If the one on the left feels great, then I'm going to go that way because I'm trusting myself and it feels light, feels heavy. If it feels heavy, then there's no chance I'm going there. Yeah. So that's that's what I would recommend. I love that. That's awesome. What have you learned about trusting your intuition? What has happened when you've trusted your intuition and how have you learned to trust it? Going back to just tuning in with my body, when I start giving myself permission to trust the inklings or the, the sensations or feelings that my body was giving to me, when I gave myself permission to listen to that, things 
started to shift and my life started going better as a result of that trust. Then I would start paying attention to the little thoughts that would pop into my head, you know, and it wasn't just big things because your intuition doesn't work like that on big things because you need to build that trust within yourself. You know, I started off with the little thing. So a couple months ago, my daughter was like, I was cooking dinner and the inkling or the thought popped into my head was give her the pink spoon, not the purple one. I ignored it. I ignored it. I was like, no, nah, the purple spoon's fine because it's, it's, the first, it's on the bench already. I gave her the purple spoon and she lost her shit. <laughs> Again, that was a kick up the ass for me. That was me kicking myself going, oh, my God, I should have just listened to myself. She didn't eat dinner that night because she was losing her shit over a freaking spoon. But if I'd given her the purple spoon, she would have had her dinner, she would have had a shower, she would have been happy. My intuition told me. So it's learning to trust. Like even now with all my experience and all my years of practice, sometimes I still do that because I'm human. So it's a matter of recognising where you go, oh, I could have done that a little bit better and not berating yourself. So that's where the trust is, giving yourself permission to listen to those little inklings, those little whispers of your voice. And once you rebuild that trust, you can move forward. Yeah, that's great. I love that pink spoon thing. (laughs) So funny. How do you use your intuition now in your daily life and work? The first thing I do every morning is just I connect to my my higher self. So, you know, just as I'm waking up, I practice my gratitude. I connect to my higher self and I invite my higher self to be a part of me. One of the biggest things I did many years ago was surrender to divinity or to source, to God, and said, I'm here, I'm here to serve. Lead me on my best and highest path. I invite you to be a part of my life every single day. Since I did that, and even now as I'm saying it, I've got goosebumps, but since I did that, everything in my life got better because I invited that energy in. And that, for me, is one of the biggest keys to allowing your intuition to strengthen because you're pushing yourself out of your ego and pushing yourself into your higher self or into your best and highest version of yourself. Mm. So, yeah, going back to, you know, waking up, connecting to my higher self, I asked my intuition to guide me and for the signs to be really loud, really clear and really obvious. Because once you've got that, and you start seeing these signs, you're going to start trusting yourself more. The biggest thing with your intuition is trusting what you're receiving, paying attention, giving yourself permission to pay attention to the signs and not questioning it when you get it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I use it everywhere. Yeah. In my day today and in my business as well, like my business is centered around my intuition and helping other people unlock their own intuition. In your work. So you just get the ideas come through of how to work with people and what to do. Just through your, yep. Yep, your intuition. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. So usually I tune into my clients' um, higher self and ask their higher self what they need, what is going to take them to that next level. And it's always relevant. There's not ever been one time where someone's gone, no, actually, that's shit and that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That doesn't oh. resonate. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so cool, isn't it, how the message yeah. that it comes through are just so aligned and so and they're always so nice and good, the messages, I think. Yeah, they're beautiful. Hello, lovelies. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you're enjoying it as much as I enjoyed recording it. I wanted to tell you about a special offer I have going at the moment for a Discover Your Spiritual Gifts intuitive session with me. 
This is a very useful session if you'd like clarity around what your spiritual gifts are and how you could best use them. Finding out and having someone else confirm for you will give you the confidence to embrace those gifts and not only use them more, but use them in your work as well. I had a session a few years ago with a psychic who identified my gifts and I found it incredibly useful because I've had my gifts all my life and I didn't even realize that they were gifts. I just thought it was kind of annoying. <laughs> and it was like a revelation to me and that's what I wanna offer for you too. Um, they're just $88 US for 45 minutes and you can book through email or reach out to me on social media. The contact details are in the show notes. Now back to the episode. And what about like in sort of the more, I don't know, mundane aspects of your business, like doing your marketing or, you know, that sort of thing. Do you use your intuition for that as well? Yeah, absolutely. I always ask my intuition to give me posts to talk about or topics to talk about with my clients that are going to be really relevant. And I ask for them to just show me, just drop in messages or topics or ideas into my mind to talk about. And that's where I get a lot of my ideas from um, because it's coming from a place of service and not a place from ego. So when it's from ego, when I, and I have done it, I've practiced, I've, you know, tested when I've done it and gone, I'm going to do this from myself, for myself, from myself, from my ego, no engagement, really shitty energy. And I felt really crappy afterwards. Yeah. yeah. You know, I felt really awful. My intuition is in every aspect. You know, it's in my emails, it's in my social media posts, it's everywhere. Yeah, I think um, I resonate with that because I feel like I've done that as well. And sometimes when you compare yourself to what other people are doing and you step into that ego sort of self, that doesn't work. (laughs) It does not work. It never works. Your ego is just there. And I say this to all my clients, your ego is there to protect you from a lion chasing after you. So if there's a lion, you run and you run fast. But that's all it's meant to do. It's meant to protect you from being hurt, physically hurt. You know, when and when you separate yourself from your ego, your intuition can really step in and start, you know, taking things to the next level for you. Yeah. What are the blocks you've moved through when trusting your intuition? Well, trust is something that has to be built upon. And you need to learn to trust yourself by listening to the little whispers of your soul or your spirit speaking to you. It's not something that just stops. It's something that evolves and continues to move through because we are naturally inclined to sabotage ourselves because that's the programming we've got and conditioned, you know, as young children, we're conditioned to be a certain way. So building your trust, it comes in levels and comes in stages and it's something that needs to be worked on constantly with not with too much effort, but with some conscious awareness and going, okay, if I'm suddenly not listening to my intuition, what is it that I'm blocking? What is it that I'm, where is this mistrust coming from? What's triggered this mistrust? You know, and having, being hypervigilant on thoughts and your awareness as well and allowing yourself to move through that with grace and humility each and every time one of those things happen because it still happens for me. You know, six months ago I thought I'd lost all my intuition. It wasn't the case. But I felt like I'd lost it all because I felt like I couldn't connect. I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And I was still doing my client sessions, 
with absolute ease and effortlessness, but the intuition for myself felt like it was gone. And that was heartbreaking. But for me, it was just a test of faith before I leaped into my next level. Mm. The universe was testing me. So once I cleared that, it came back on again. It switches on and switches off. So I was like, I'm never going through that again. But that was also a sign from the universe to say, hey, Sam, if you're going to think that your intuition is going to disconnect from you, then you've got a problem with trust because we're never going to leave you. So that was a big kick up the ass. And I was like, oh, okay, they're never leaving me. Okay, cool. (laughs) That's so sweet. Yeah, Yeah, it is. What blocks do you see other people struggle with when accessing their intuition? Trust is the biggest one. Not knowing how to trust their intuition, not knowing what it looks like for them is a big one because intuition looks and feels and is different for everyone. Mm -hmm. But once you recognise what that is and, you know, how that appears for you, whether it's in hearing, feeling, seeing or knowing, smelling or tasting, whatever it looks like for you, once you recognise how your intuition works for you, you can start tapping into that because you will start to recognise. So intuition is a combination of understanding what it is for you so you know how it works and then actually taking the time to listen to it. And it's like a bicycle. Once you've learned, you can never unlearn it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and the other block I find is past life wounds from being persecuted in previous lifetimes for being intuitive. Yeah, and so sort of being scared of using it then. Scared of using it, yeah. Yeah. So what is the greatest guidance or advice that you've received from your intuition? Oh, gosh. There's probably a lot. There's a lot. (laughs) I'm trying to find them. I'm actually asking them (laughs) that there is infinite potential if you allow it. So one of the things I did many years ago was stop remembering every little detail, like consciously remembering. When I stopped controlling and holding on to everything and memorizing everything, years ago, someone would be like, oh, do you remember that thing 10 years ago? And I would be able to tell them the time, the event, what the person was wearing. You know, I'd had so many details. But holding on to all those details was actually causing me to feel heavy because I was consciously having such a big load. So I let that go based on the guidance I received. And that's when I heard the message that everything is infinite and you can access any bit of information anywhere in the world at any given time because it's all in the collective consciousness field. So when people ask me, how do you know that? It's not that I know. Mm. It's because I've, I've been given the information. And I tested this <laughs> with crossword puzzles. <laughs> cool. I got a whole book of crossword puzzles and I, I tested it. And I'd answer the questions and I'm like, I don't know how, how to answer this, but I'm like, all right, spirit, what's the answer? And I'd get the answer. Wow. And I filled out a whole book of crossword puzzles based on my intuition. That's how I tested it. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That's a bit like yeah. the cloud, isn't it? Saving all our data to the cloud. Similar thing. Everything's up yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and then it was a matter of trusting that and having, you know, doing the crossword puzzles helped me build my trust. Mm-hmm in knowing that I know or that I can receive those knowings easily and effortlessly. Yeah, so sometimes it's good to do some testing if you need to. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes, you know, too much testing is a sign of mistrust as well. For me, it was an exercise to learn to trust. And then once I felt that I had completed that, 
and really could trust it, then I stopped and just allowed it to happen. I let go of the reins on that. Mm. Yeah. That must have been so freeing, just letting go of all that stuff, remembering all those, all that stuff. Because we sort yep. of block our minds up so much with information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I realized that holding on to irrelevant information was mm. so toxic. Mm. So toxic. You know, and if I really needed to call upon a memory or an energy or an idea or something, all I have to do is just ask for it to be dropped back into my mind. Yeah. And this is what working with the universe is about, you know, because you're in unison with the universe. You're co-creating with the universe. When you allow whatever it is that you need to come to you the way that you need it to, and the universe will deliver always. You've just got to just ask for it and just sit back a few moments and wait and it will come. Yeah, wow. Feels like a revelation for me. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> good. So cool. Yeah, sometimes it just feels like you don't need all that stuff in your mind. What tips or advice can you share with others for connecting with their own intuition? So this is this might be for somebody who hasn't really had the same experience as you have had like from an early age or not consciously. And just now they're starting to remember those few inklings they had where they did, oh yeah, that might have been intuition. So the actual connecting. For someone who's brand new, well, not brand new, but you get the idea of it, use physical tools to help you. Okay, a pendulum is a fantastic tool for yes and no. Okay, you know, learn how to use a pendulum. It's really, really simple. Mm-hmm. Using oracle cards, I and I would say oracle cards as opposed to tarot cards because tarot cards you need a specific understanding of the card meanings. But with oracle cards, there's no right or wrong. I do card readings in my Facebook group, and sometimes the message I receive from that is completely different to what the card had said because there's a picture or something on the card has drawn my attention and given me that information. So when you're connecting and using oracle cards and connecting to your intuition, the best thing to do is to trust the first messages that you get. You know, whether it's a line, write it out and journal what you receive. Look at the cards. Look at anything that draws your attention and pay attention to the message. You know, if you get a blue flower, is there a meaning about that blue flower to you? If you get, you know, if you see a snake on a card, is that what's relevant for that? And also researching as well, because intuition is about understanding what that looks and feels like for you and in empowering yourself with knowledge. So, you know, if you have a look at an oracle card and you see a snake and you're not sure what that means, don't be afraid to research what it possibly means because the answer will come to you. And it's like seeing numbers, you know, angel numbers everywhere. Don't be afraid to look it up and see what, what comes up for you if you're not sure. Because once you've got that knowledge, you've activated that energy, and once you see it again, you'll know exactly what that means. And using a pendulum to say, ask yourself yes or no questions. Yeah, great. I love getting this sort of advice from every different people all have their own different ways, and, and everybody, it's going to resonate for different people. So, yeah, it's awesome. Is there anything else that you'd like to share? Giving yourself permission to access your intuition is really, really important because we deny ourselves so much. We deny ourselves so much goodness because of our conditioning in our society. So from the way we were brought up, we were told constantly, you can't have this, you can't do this, you have to do this, you have to do that. You know, we're conditioned to be in a certain way. Intuition is not about being conditioned. Intuition is about being open 
and allowing the possibilities to come through to you in any way, shape or form. So giving yourself permission to access your intuition, to receive your intuition and to allow it to come to you in any way, shape or form is probably the most important step for me to allow that energy to come through to you. And then just watch and see, miracles will happen. Yes, magic. Magic, magic yeah. yeah. Magic and miracles. Okay, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you for joining me today and for answering all those questions and sharing your knowledge and your experience. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so, so much for listening to this episode of my podcast, The Magic of Intuition. I'd love it if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcast or a rating on Spotify or subscribe to this podcast. That would be fantastic. And I really look forward to you joining me for my next episode. Bye.